My name is Grace, and thanks for tuning in to the GT Young Adults Podcast. We're a community, a part of GT Church in Victoria, BC. We love Jesus and have a passion to learn and live like Him and have a ton of fun doing it. All of the messages and conversations you find here will point you to His truth and His hope, so lean into whatever God wants to speak to you today. Enjoy what you're about to hear, and thanks for listening. recap where we don't really recap and we just do a deep dive. We just take a couple extra thoughts, a couple extra moments to just practically live out whatever we've been preaching on on Sundays. This last Sunday we got to preach about the grace of Jesus. There is nothing better than a than when a preacher gets to just preach on grace. Like I don't what else could I ask for, right? Like it's so good. And so uh we're in this week 2 of this Christian walk series and so we decided to just look at um Ephesians 2, kind of 1 through 10, it's scripture I think we should know. Definitely have, you know, 8, 9, 10 memorized in your heart. Homework this week, memorize that for We Are God's workmanship or masterpiece. Some Bible say or handiwork created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do, that we should walk in them, the ESV says. And so really want you to just feel encouraged after this week. Um, I, I will say a couple things as we recap. Two big thoughts on my heart today. One is this. I know we spent a lot of time talking about sin, which I know sometimes people don't like. But um, if we don't talk about sin, you guys know I say this all the time. If we don't talk about sin or if we minimize its impact, we minimize the impact of the saving grace and the Savior on the cross. If sin isn't a big deal, then why did Jesus you know, die for you and me, right? It was a big deal, but praise God, he is a bigger deal. He is more powerful, more impactful, more victorious, more loving, and more gracious. And so we, we went through this scripture. We unpacked sin and grace. Um, there's two areas I want to talk about. Firstly, I want to kind of talk. We also got, sorry, excuse me. The sermon title was actually called From Grace to Good Works because Ephesians 2.10 is a call to, to live out the grace in your life, serving in the areas that God has given you. And so I do want to hit that again here at this in this moment. But firstly, I just want to unpack this idea, a little bit of sin and, and why I, I think we continue to struggle with it a bit. Um, listen, I want you to know sin will always be in uh, a hardship that we face until Jesus comes back. That is a reality. And we unpack some really like some just awkward tensions. I think we as young adults specifically uh, struggle with, right? I unpack some of the everyday, like just media and movies. And how do we like live in a place where we're not like all culture and social media is the devil and it's from hell. And like, how do we make sure that we don't become, you know, people who just build communes and, and, and aren't engaged in our world and culture? Because my goodness, we need to be engaged in it, but also not like bow down to it. And I think that's was a key as I was reflecting this morning. I didn't really say like, I think as soon as we bow down and worship the culture, we need to we need to be very careful. Right. Then we become idolaters. The word is. And that's when we really have become numb to the ways of the world. You know, I, I told you guys that story of Bo and that uh, blackberry bush when he fell in and how we straddle that line and how sometimes we think, you know, sin is going to hold us up. And I think as a pastor, I just wanted to say this to you one more time. There is no amount of um, substance, whether it be alcohol, pornography, food, um, 
There's no other person's company, whether it's a, a boyfriend, a girlfriend, a one-night stand. There is nothing in this world that will satisfy that hunger you have for acceptance, love, and affirmation. It's by the love and grace of Jesus that that really becomes whole, that you become whole. And I think that's often where our sin starts, is that we're looking for something. We feel empty, so we try and fill ourselves. And I'm begging you, I'm, I'm asking you, I'm actually... I'm pleading with you. Please don't try and just fill yourself with things you think will help you. It won't. It really won't. I will say this as well about sin and just the hardship and the difficulty of walking out life in every day. I think the reason why we struggle with sin so much is we don't confess it to someone. And you're like, whoa. Yeah, obviously, it's a little awkward telling them I did fill in the blank, right? But here's the thing. Um, you know, I was just carrying something heavy even this last weekend uh, going into Freedom Conference. And it wasn't a, a sin. It was actually a fear. And I realized that, like, I was holding on to this thing. And anytime I heard the word fear, my eyes would well up. Like, I actually got teary-eyed because I knew there was something and I was just holding it, holding it, holding it. Thinking that I could, in my own strength, get past and beat this thing when truthfully I couldn't. And so... Listen, I'm not suggesting that you need to confess every sin to your pastor every single day. Uh, we don't need to go to confession. That's not what I'm suggesting. But there is a, pe- a, a verse that even talks about, listen, we get grace and forgiveness from Jesus, but healing comes from each other. And, and, and if you've specifically sinned against someone else, man, it is freeing and life-giving to confess that. If it's against your own self, to confess even to yourself and to God and not just this thing what we do in the shower where we're like had a rough night or we did something we shouldn't and so we're like oh, man and we just beat ourselves up a little bit and we kind of make make a joke about ourselves I'm such an idiot and we and then we just that's it have you ever done that where you just kind of like basically berate yourself with insults thinking that if I just push my like my insecurity further down or or greater higher whatever it is like If I just beat myself up here a little bit, that's my own atonement. Friends, that's not atonement. That's just beating yourself up. So when it comes to sin, please hear my voice wherever you are right now. Don't beat yourself up because then you're doing the very thing that Jesus did on the cross. He took the beating. He took the pain. Run to Jesus. Open your Bible. Turn on the worship music. Go to a pastor if it's really important. Go to a friend. Just say, hey, can I just talk to you about something? I'm struggling with this. They don't need to be your saving grace. They don't need to condemn you. Make sure you have friends that don't do that. But you might need to confess to help begin the process of repentance. Because I don't think we do. We don't walk through that process and therefore sin just still feels heavy and weighty. And I think we would actually kick the devil in the face a little bit more and we kick sin to the curb a little bit more that when and if it does happen in our life, we were quicker to confess. We ran to repentance because as soon as we do, friends, that's when we fall into the grace of Jesus, which is so good. You know, we talked about this last night, that grace is what you need. Not love, John Lennon, okay? It's grace. And Jesus has given that to you as a free gift. You can't earn it. You can't win it. It's there for you. It just takes a running towards him. And friends, Jesus' hands, his heart, they're open, ready to receive you. He loves you for it is by grace you have been saved through faith. This is not something from yourself. It is a gift from God. You guys, this is it. Because of his great love for us, God who is rich in mercy, rich in mercy made us alive with Christ. 
He loves you, plain and simple. So when you're dealing with sin, can I encourage you this week? Okay, practical tip, confess. Like, get to confession quicker. Write it down on a note. Like, rip that note up. Put it in the garbage. Shred it. Do what you got to do. Face it and give it to the Lord right away. But if you never confess and you just beat yourself up with words, you're not beating the sin. You're just beating up yourself, which is the beating Jesus already took. Somebody needs to hear that right now. That's a good word. And then secondly, guys, I just want to remind you that you are called. Uh, I talked a lot about how grace is the place you need to live out of if you want to live out your calling. Like basically this idea that we typically will walk in good works with a hope that grace will help us. When That's not at all what God has called us to do. He wants you to walk in grace with a passion for good works. That's what he's asking you to do. So it starts with grace and goes towards good works. That's the Christian walk, grace to good works. That's how we walk it through, not walk in good works and when we mess up, go to grace. Because we'll always feel like hurt and burnt out and we'll be struggling, we'll be frustrated. Don't do that, okay? I just, I don't have much to say there other than don't do that. We broke that down more last night. But what I do want to say is this. I just want to like, Hopefully I can just prophetically speak this over to you through whatever you're listening to, through your headphones right now. You are called. You're called to something incredible. It may seem mundane to someone else, but that doesn't matter because it's your calling. And so you're called to be creative. You're called to to work in the tech industry. You're called. Recognize that. Own that. Love that. Discover that. And make sure, friends, make sure. Listen, we're at a time and age here. And I love this about this generation. You don't want to do a job you hate. I think calling can absolutely go hand in hand with your job. You don't have to love every minute of your job. Listen, I, I reference this. I'm a pastor and I love my job, but there's days that are hard. There's days I struggle. There's days I think about doing something else sometimes. It's true. It's happened once in a while. But my goodness, when I come back to it and remember that I'm called here, that Jesus has asked me to serve here, man, it feels so good. So for you teachers today, you've been called to serve those kids. Love them with everything you can. Even that snotty-nosed brat boy in the back who for whatever reason just won't listen, love him, give him the grace that you have received, and it'll change everything. For those firefighters, for those tech, a couple tech guys I met recently the last couple weeks, man, you're called. Absolutely. Like crush that code today. If you're that photographer, if you're that that construction worker, my goodness, you are called. So live out of grace today. God has a great plan for your life. He sees you and knows you. He's prepared this work for you in advance. He loves you. He sees you. Don't walk in good works today. Don't love people and give to the homeless just because. Remember why we do these things, right? He spent one verse on, on, on your calling. He spent nine verses on the grace of Jesus. It starts with grace. We walk towards good works. Please don't beat yourself up this week. Remind yourself that you're called. Write out those statements. I am called. I am covered in grace. I am God's masterpiece, workmanship, handiwork, his poetry. Love you guys so much. Be blessed. Go do something great this week. Bye for now.